Hello, and welcome back to the Expert Sector. This week, I've got on Marina G. She's the founder of the digital marketing agency, MG Media Creative. She'll be holding a workshop on TikTok for Business, and that'll be on November 9th. Um, check aloni.edu slash leadership for details. Let's get right into it. So MG has been around for about four years now, right? So I've been doing marketing for about six now. Um, MG Media started about two and a half years ago. Great. And what led you to creating MG? Um, actually, it was it happened out of the pandemic. So I had been doing marketing for um, businesses and professionals all around the Bay Area as a freelancer. Uh, pandemic hit. A lot of contracts got switched around and changed. And that's when I decided that I really wanted to build up a team. I created my website, created my team, and it really grew from there. That's awesome. Uh, what led you to digital media marketing in particular? So I was a film studies major at UC Berkeley. Um, always loved media and visual arts and writing and anything creative, storytelling like that. Um, I was interning at a video production company locally here in the Bay Area, and I was really just the youngest person there. So they said, go ahead and try things with our social media. Um, and that's when I started learning and trying things out and realizing that I loved the way it brought together all the creative aspects of visual storytelling, but with a strategy to it, with metrics and numbers and goals. Um, and I really liked the line that that kind of created in the sand for me. So um, that's really where it started. I started doing it for more and more people and then bringing in more strategies, bringing in more skills, bringing in more creative people to help me build what I could offer. Um, and it's just kept going from there. That's awesome. What did you learn in particular? And how did you learn about media marketing, uh, like uh, in terms of social media in particular? So much of learning is in doing when it comes to social. So there's really great courses and coaches and things like that online. Um, and there were quite a few of those that I took that I could either recommend or not recommend. Um, but really, it's it comes in the doing, in showing the work that you can do, in trying things and seeing what's working and what's not working. So really, the process of just years of trial and error is what gives you the most knowledge. So let's say a company or a business approaches you or your company, and they want to build a marketing campaign. How do you guys go about creating a plan for them? And how do you guys go about creating content for them? Yes. So the first thing we do is listen. I think one thing I noticed that a lot of marketing agencies do out there is because we are experts, because we do this all the time, just assume that we know how to create a strategy for someone. So I never start from there. I always want to listen because everyone has particular goals, a particular audience, something that's different about their product that we can't be applying to everyone else. There is no one size fits all to marketing. So it always starts with that conversation and deep dive into their business. Um, and then we look at what is going on in this space. So marketing has so many tools. You can do Google, you can do ad campaigns. And then obviously all of social media with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. So um, finding out where their audience is is always the first step and what's going to either break new ground or carve them into a space that already exists. Um, 
so many of the social media platforms, TikTok and Instagram are being used as search engines right now. You know, they've really honed in on their keyword searches and their hashtag searches. So doing that research, going into the space, seeing what kind of formats are other people using, um, who are the key players in the space, doing all of that is what then we bring to the client to say, you know, this is this is what we recommend. And we always try to do a blend of keeping with some of the things that are working in your space and making sure you're fitting into what people are used to seeing, but also breaking new ground. Because we work with so many different clients in so many different industries, you know, we can take something like we've seen this trend a lot in the restaurant space, and we don't see anyone doing it for a law firm. So why don't we try that, you know, and try to create that balance between figuring out what's working and what's what's established and then developing new creative content ideas from there. Yeah. So do certain types of businesses do better on certain social media platforms? Um, and how do you determine that uh, depending on their target audience? Because we know TikTok generally has a younger audience. Um, yes. Yeah. So TikTok does have a younger audience, but it is a misconception to think that you can only market to younger people on TikTok. Um, actually the actual metric is 50% of TikTok's audience is under 21 and 50% is over. Now, if you scroll through who's posting content, it's going to be primarily that under 21 age group. But that means that that over 50% of the people on the platform, while they're not posting content are consuming it. So you can absolutely be marketing to older audiences on TikTok. Um, and that's, yeah, when you're, when you're deciding which platform to do, that's kind of the research that you look into. Can any business kind of flourish on TikTok or does it have to be a specific type of business? I would say most businesses can, I think B2B is, uh, probably not on the TikTok space. So we've had a couple clients where we don't recommend it. But really, most people, even those who think that, oh, I don't really think I fit on here or I don't want to do dances or things like that, usually can. There's a lot of different spaces to be on the platform. In terms of analytics, what are we measuring? Uh, what tools do you use to measure? And what's what's the most important thing to measure? Is it, um, you know, taps onto their website or um, is it engagement, like how long they watch a video, um, that kind of stuff? So what we measure for analytics depends on the client goals. Some people are really trying to build a presence within the platform for certain metrics on that platform, right? Some people, you can get brand deals when you hit a certain amount of followers on Instagram or something like that. So for those clients, we're really looking at what we can generate on the platform. Um, saves and shares are very important on Instagram, right? The whole goal of every social media platform is to keep people on that platform. So it's going to reward you when people take actions that keep them on there longer, like saving and sharing content. So that's something that we always watch, that we're putting out content that people find interesting enough to save and share. Um, but some clients, you know, they don't care. They're like, you, I can have a million followers. All I care about is obviously my website traffic, my sales, right? So those people then we're really measuring how what is going on on TikTok or Instagram converts into sales on their store and what that whole funnel looks like. So in terms of where we measure that, the in-app analytics and metrics have come a really long way. There's so much information you can grab off of them. Certain scheduling platforms like Sprout Social and things like that have really good analytics um, and like reputation listening and different things like that that it can offer. 
but most people I would say don't need anything past what the apps themselves give you. Right. Um, so numbers can be important, but at times they don't really tell the whole story. Let's say, you know, you have some bots and you kind of bump up the numbers. What could go wrong if you have a company that just bumps up the numbers without the actual engagement, without, you know, the deeper conversations and the bigger threads? Well, two things. One, I think now we're at a place where everyone knows that that's happening. Um, I think there was a time so people would offer, agencies would offer that service and people would take advantage of it. And it was kind of a time it could fly under the radar. Um, people didn't really know how to look for what is a bot account. We're well past that. So first of all, it doesn't really reflect well on your brand if you're very clearly, you know, engaging with fake accounts, trying to pump up those numbers that way. Um, two, you know, businesses are on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook to sell, to have customers, to get more clients, right? So purely pumping up your numbers with an audience that isn't going to convert to any of that um, ultimately hurts you in the long run because Instagram will take a look at, right, what percentage of your audience is liking your content, what percentage is saving and commenting. And if that percentage is really, really low, which it will be if you have a bunch of bot accounts because they're not real people, it's not going to push your content out to as much people. So you would rather, it would be better to have a really engaged, smaller audience. You're going to have the capacity to grow into a bigger, authentic community easier that way than to just have a bunch of followers that don't engage at all. Right. With Instagram, it seems like the more you pay, the more eyes uh, can see it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's working. Um what types of like common mistakes do you see businesses make when they kind of take control of their own so social media and they try and do it themselves? Um, what do you see that you don't like or that's not effective at least? That ranges from um, depending on how experienced they are with social. So at the very beginning mistakes I see is that a lot of people don't understand yet the different formats of what should be a story, what should be a reel, what should be a post. Um, so that already, you know, for example, with Reels, Instagram takes into account how past Reels did when it comes to pushing new ones. So if you're posting things that aren't well, that don't aid well to the real format, it's you're only hurting everything you post in the future, right? So really understanding that everything goes where it needs to go is not just something that looks good, but is important to your account growth. Um, two, I see people... To create content from their perspective as the service provider or the one selling the product. I think marketing is really about empathy. It's about being able to step into other people's shoes and perspectives and pain points and all of that and create content that resonates with them. And a lot of um, business owners struggle with that because they're them trying to sell themselves or their service. Um, and so they're creating content that isn't hitting with what their target audience is used to seeing when scrolling. Um, I think now on social media, you have to provide a lot of value before you start selling and selling and selling. And that's something that people struggle also with a lot when they take over their own socials. They just start trying to push what it is they want out of their community instead of giving to their community and their content. Right. And in terms of how it's packaged, uh, is it better to have the um, the marketing more personal, so it's more of a story, or is it okay to just have the product um, and just more eyeballs on the product? So they usually say there's this 
marketing cliche of the 80-20 rule, right? Where you're giving value 80% of the time and selling 20% of the time. Um, I think that is on a surface level true. Um, For example, on something like TikTok, if you're posting four videos a week, one of those videos can be just straight selling call to action. This is why I'm on this platform sort of video. While the other three need to be more value-driven, giving back to the community. But in all those other three, I would always suggest going into the comments and telling people where you want them to go, giving them your website, giving them your email address and pinning them, pinning that to the top. So you're always being purposeful. The whole point of being on the platform is to grow your brand, not necessarily to become an influencer. Um, But you want to blend the way you're doing that. So it's not all the same thing every time. In terms of success for a marketing campaign, how does that look like outside of the screens? Do you want people talking about the the company that you're promoting? Do you want communities to form online? Uh, what else goes into um, creating a successful campaign? Yeah, we usually usually client goals will align either around brand recognition. Um, they want, you know, sometimes they have their whole own funnel set up and people find them through Google ads or something like that but they want to learn more about that company. So they go to social media and they see nothing or they see a very outdated profile, right? So for them, success is that, you know, the leads are already coming in, people are already finding them, but when they're going to do more research, they see a really engaged community. They see really creative content. They see things that convince them to take that action to work with that company. Sometimes social media is the entry point of the funnel. So we want as much reach, as much traffic, as much brand exposure as possible because those are the the very first entry point for potential clients or customers to come in from. So what success looks like varies, but I think at the end of the day, you can always tell a really thought out, strategic, interesting profile. And no matter what your end goal is or where leads are coming from or anything like that, having a beautiful social media presence can only benefit your business in the long run. You have a team of content creators, whether it be Mm -hmm. for video, photo, or even just written content. What is their creative process like? uh, And and how do you see them work with uh, these companies and these businesses? Yes, I love watching my content creators work. I want to record a video of them explaining their process because they took what I used to do for Uh, my clients and just grew it into like such an amazing process, the stuff that they come up with. Um, It always starts with research, starts with research about the client, what they're trying to get across. But then also, again, like I said, what's going on in the space. Um, We really are proponents of trying things that are working in other spaces and bringing them to a business that might not use them typically. Um, So we have a whole reels sheet that we use with our company that we present where we provide an inspiration link and then we describe how that would fit with your business. And then we provide a link to the sound. This is the audio that it goes with, that it's trending with. Um, So it's a lot of video research and sound research and trend research, especially right now since TikTok and Instagram are king. Yeah. Um, 
And it's a lot of also just consuming content. So I don't scroll at the end of the day for my own pleasure on social media because I work on it all day long. But during my workday, I do block off like 10 minute, 15 minute increments to just get on TikTok and scroll and see things. Because the more you consume content, the more you're going to be able to creatively come up with content. Absolutely. For products that aren't necessarily so visually obvious, how do you go about promoting those? Yes. Um, So a lot of people are, you know, coaches or um, they're selling courses or things that, yeah, you can't necessarily particularly see. Um, Storytelling is huge. So no matter what your business is, you can always tell a story. And actually, I think coaches have the best stories to tell. Um, Giving information, providing value is always huge. So even if you can't tangibly touch your product, right? there is, you are an expert in something that led you to developing that product. Um, So providing that value. And I always say we want to provide value in a way that is different from what people typically hear. Um, So spinning the narrative in a way of like, um, one example I've used before in content is, right, we always talk about all the benefits of exercise. Say you're a personal trainer, that's what you're trying to sell. Um, Getting on social media and talking about the ways that you can hurt your body weightlifting or the negative effects of something, 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 right? So a way that just kind of twists the narrative a little bit so you can kind of disrupt what people are hearing all the time as they scroll. Um, That's a super valuable way also to kind of get people's attention, show that you're an expert. Bottom line is if people are trying to work with you, you need to sell yourself. So you don't need to mention training sessions even once, but you do need to present yourself as an authority, as someone people want to work with and go from from there. Alrighty. So in terms of content that you're promoting, how do you present it? Do you present it as an advertisement or is it just as entertainment that has kind of undertones of advertisement? Um, is it is it obvious or is it subtle? It can be both. Um, I think when TikTok started, you were always trying to be very, very subtle with it because the whole thing was, you know, to blend into people's for you pages and, and, you know, you didn't want to come off as an advertisement. I think now people really like appreciate the transparency of business owners getting on and being like, I created this product. This is why I created it. This is why it's amazing. And this is why you should buy it. Um, Can that be your whole page? No, people will get bored of that. You can really only make a few videos of that. Um, but I think people should embrace that just coming out and selling yourself on these platforms as well. So, um, both, I don't think you're ever trying to trick anybody. You're either providing them value and you're very transparently doing that or you're selling and you're very transparently doing that as well. So overall in general, uh, which social media platform yields the best results for businesses? That depends on your goals. It's such an annoying answer because I say it every time. Um, (laughs) TikTok has the fastest growth potential right now. I think it is the best entry point to a funnel because you have the capacity to reach more people than any other social media platform. Um, But that's not always the best for everyone. I do think the ad capabilities on TikTok are not quite there yet. The targeting in terms of paid campaigns are are very still brand new. Um, In that case, Facebook and Instagram are miles ahead of TikTok. Um, LinkedIn, of course, is obviously the professional space. Um, but there, I think that coming out and selling 
very directly. If you, if you're not trying to build a whole community and you're not trying to create a content strategy and you're like, I just have a workshop next Wednesday and I want people to show up, you know, that's the platform that best fits that. So my favorite right now is TikTok just because of all of its possibilities that it's, it's in a, it's doing things that no other platform is doing yet, even though Instagram is trying. Um, but again, it always comes down to your brand and what you're trying to do. Let's say if you started with a company that's kind of newer and they want to build a community and they want a, a large customer base, what's the timeline on that roughly? Um, and how long does it take to build something like that? Or what are the wrong expectations to have and, and what are the right ones? Yes. So the wrong expectations are to think it'll happen overnight. Um, the other wrong expectations are to think it's going to take you vast, vast amounts of time. Um, usually I say that we start with a three month window because a lot of building a social platform is also trial and error. So by the end of three months, we usually have a very good idea of what's working and what's not working. Um, usually what we'll do is start on something like Instagram and Facebook and focus on those platforms first. And immediately once you start putting out content, especially real content, you are going to see that followers, those followers trickle in. The other thing we offer clients too is organic engagement. So we're actually going in on their platform on a daily basis and commenting and engaging with their target audience. So doing that within the first three months, you see growth right away. And you usually can get an idea by the end of three months of what your steady organic growth will look like with the amount of work that we're doing. TikTok, we hold off for a minute because you do get an algorithm boost right when you join the platform. So you want to bam, 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 post videos right after each other and leverage that. Usually TikTok will grow more in spikes than um, Instagram and Facebook. You'll have something take off, you'll get a lot of followers from it, and then it might be a few weeks before you see that again. So we take three months, focus on just building a whole body of content from Instagram and Facebook. Then we'll usually hit TikTok. And TikTok, I would say, if you give it another two months or so, with almost double the amount of content, because now you've built it up from before, um, then you'll start to get an idea, right, of how fast you're going to grow. So usually a six-month window max is enough to build a really solid following. MG Media Creative, you guys have won several awards for being, you know, top uh, social media agency, uh, top creative agency as well. What makes you guys so good? The people that work with me really deeply care about the clients that we work with um, to the point where, you know, sometimes it's not even the most efficient for business. But when we come on and we bring someone on, it's really a partnership. And we are really, you know, standing by our clients and trying to get the wins for them as if they are our own. Um, and I think that comes through in the work. I think people feel like, we go above and beyond what they expect us to do, that we really put a lot of time into the creative aspect of it. We're not pumping up cookie cutter content just to, to get it out there. Everything is curated. Everything is designed for the client. And I think that really makes us stand out. For the webinar or the session, the workshop that you're going to be doing for Ohlone College, uh, what can people look forward to learning? So we're going to talk about TikTok and how to use it in a business space. Um, and I really want to give people a game plan and also demystify some of the overwhelming aspects of TikTok. I think it can seem 
like it's a lot to do and you're not exactly sure what the right direction is. So I really want to give some laid out specs. I want to give a game plan of let's batch create a month worth of content and what that looks like. So ultimately at the end of it, you come out with a really solid understanding of what works and doesn't work on TikTok. So you don't feel like you're about to waste your time and a really solid game plan for how to actually comfortably get on the platform and grow it. Um, I think that what makes TikTok so great is that it is so accessible and everyone's using it, but it's a very quickly overwhelming platform. So my ultimate goal is to try to break through all of that and make people feel comfortable getting on it for their brand. Sounds exciting. I want, I actually want to take it myself. Um, thank you so much, Marina, for doing this uh, with us. Um, uh, do you have any closing remarks for our listeners? Thank you for having me here. Um, I'm really excited about the webinar. I'm really excited about TikTok in general. And I know that a lot of other people out there are too. So, um, and if anyone ever just has any questions about their marketing or their brand, you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook, feel free to reach out and, you know, we would love to, to help you out. Awesome. Great. And there you have it. That was Marina G. Again, she'll be holding a workshop on TikTok for Business on November 9th. Uh, I want you guys to go to aloni.edu slash leadership for details and registration. All right, guys. Thank you.